0: Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly.
1: Welcome to Homeschool Boldly brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. I'm Connie Albers, one of the columnists for Homeschooling Today magazine. My articles focus on relationships. Today, let's talk about waiting for God's timing when you've got to deal with an issue between your child and maybe your spouse. You know, oftentimes things happen, and in the heat of the moment or at the moment something happens or you find out about something or you catch one of your kids doing something they shouldn't be doing, oftentimes we react. And the first thing that comes to our mind may be a sharp, curt, maybe harsh word. But what I have learned in being a mom to my five kids is there is a very big benefit to waiting on the Lord for his timing. And let's talk about some of what those benefits are. Like I said, sometimes things happen. And if we can learn to be slow to react, quick to listen, and then take it to the Lord, the outcome of those conversations will go much better than if you get into an argument with your child or you rush to judgment or you immediately accuse them of something without having all your facts or maybe thinking you have them all. I can't tell you how many times I would go to bed at night just kind of crying over what I said that I shouldn't have said, or what I did that I should not have done, or the fact that I knew if I would have just waited, I would not have gotten into an argument with one of my teens. It happens. I get it. I've done it. But I've learned along the way that when we are able to take it to the Lord first, when we put that pause button, into effect, here's some things that I have found that might help you. One, when to talk to our kids about something, the right place, the right time, that becomes a matter of the Lord's leading and not our construct. But when we choose to take it to the Lord, there's a couple of things that happens to you and me, and that is that we gain patience and wisdom. Because when we seek the Lord, we gain wisdom. And when we exercise control, we gain patience because we're less likely to overreact or say something. Because oftentimes it's not what we say, but it's what do our kids hear. And I don't know about you, but my five children are very different. I can say one thing to one child and the same words to another child. And they are taken completely different. Why? Because it's not what you say, it's what they hear. And when you pause and you take the time, you ask the Lord to make the time right, to give you the words to say in a way that your child will hear what you're saying. Make note of that. We want our kids to hear what we're trying to say, not just the words, not just the rebuke, the correction but we want them to hear the heart behind it, the wisdom behind it. And we also are showing them that we can exercise restraint and control that they will then start to emulate as they get older. So waiting allows time for personal reflection. You're able to gather your thoughts. You're able to consider That child, the one that you've got to talk to, the one that you think did something or you know did something. Being patient and waiting for God's timing gives you the opportunity to get guidance from the Lord, getting in the Word of God and asking Him to give you maybe an example or a story or a verse that addresses. Let's say your child was lying about something, and you can go to God's Word and find the verse that says, You know, thou shalt not lie. We are to be truth tellers. And you're able to pray over that and ask the Lord to give you examples of how to help your child understand how your family works that we don't lie, a lying tongue doth God hate. Also, we gain wisdom before we really dive into sensitive topics. Some of your children are going to be very logical. It gives you time to gather facts so that you can present whatever it is you're going to say factually, sequentially, and accurately. And why does that matter? Because when you're talking to a child who deals with facts and figures, if you start speaking to them in feelings and sensitivities, not that they don't feel and not that they're not sensitive, they will fact-check you. So if you have one part incorrect, you lose a little bit of the trust and respect. But when you pause, you can get all of your information in order, so that you can sit down and have a conversation. And that sensitive child, the one that just by a word can be brought to tears, you're able to temper how you say things, so that the words that come out of your mouth land in a tender place of their heart. See, God's timing does something to us internally, but it also teaches our children By watching us. So there's an internal and an external benefit to waiting for God's timing. Now, what we have to understand is that when we wait for the Lord, there's unexpected blessings and experiences. Maybe the right time is just on a walk, or when you're going for a car ride or a bike ride, or you're just sitting having a conversation on the back porch, and something is said by your child, and it leads to an opportunity. For you to say, Yeah, you know, I was going to talk to you about that. But the mood is right. It's not heated. There's not already walls and defense mechanisms already placed up. See, God knows the heart and mind of all involved. And His timing is perfect because He knows the backstory. He knows the why of what your child did or didn't do or said or didn't say that you may not know. But when you wait for God's timing, then you're able to trust him, to bring all of it to light. And I used to tell my children, and maybe you do too, I may not know what you do. I may never know all that you do. And I will tell you this, as they've gotten older, a lot of times when we're sitting around uh, hanging out as a family, they'll drop little things that they've done that I didn't know about when they were younger. You know, raiding the pantry or, you know, tripping one of their brothers or sisters. You know, could have been anything. And now I'm able to laugh, but they're all grown up. I would have been laughing at that time. But here's what I would tell my kids. I may not know. I may not ever know because it's impossible for for me to know your heart and to see everything that you do. But God knows it all. And God leads me. And God will help me be aware of things that you do that need to be addressed, that we need to talk about. So, that is a huge benefit of waiting and trusting the Lord. The other is you're surrendering control. It's not about you getting the last word. It's not about you making sure your kids hear you. It's about you waiting for the right time so that your kids hear the instructions that come out of your mouth. We want our kids' heart not to be guarded against our words, but to be tender. And if they know that we have waited and we have thought and we have prayed about how to say something, when we open our mouth to speak, our kids are going to be more receptive to hear what we have to say, even if it's something hard, like I told you not to bring your phone to the bedroom, but I was walking down the hallway and I saw that you had your phone and you were on it and you knew you weren't supposed to be. When we have taken a situation like that and we've prayed about it and we've thought about it and we've we've really asked the Lord to give us a way in the words. Our kids are more likely to go, Yeah, mom, I'm really sorry. Then they can give you the backstory. I just, somebody had texted me, one of my BFFs, they had texted me and something was happening and I was trying to give them counsel. And I know I shouldn't have done it, mom. I am so sorry. It gives them the opportunity to confess whatever it was that they did in going against their instructions. Or it gives them the opportunity to say, I'm sorry, mom. How long are you going to take my phone away? The other thing about waiting, and taking it before the Lord, is it builds trust and connection. See, the foundation of all of our relationship is built on trust, that I am for you, that we are a family, and we're doing life together. When they know that there is this element of trust and respect and connection, that you're not going to overreact or fly off the handle or get angry and say words that are cutting and hurtful and biting, they learn to trust us more. And they connect with us on a deeper level. See, waiting for the right moment builds that kind of trust because it demonstrates respect for the other person's feelings and the boundaries. We wait for things to settle down. You know, trust and connection are absolutely essential. Without them, you're just sharing a house with a bunch of rules. And I'm going to tell you, you will turn the tassel, and the children will either move out, move away or live there as just people occupying space. And that is not God's intent for your family. God's intent for your family is for you to enjoy each other and for you to experience the good, the hard, the amazing together for life, not just through their childhood. So don't be afraid of having tough conversations. Don't avoid them. Just wait for the Lord, and take the time to reflect and practice the things that I've shared. Now remember, you've got this because God's got you.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.